Welcome to Ales and Strange Tales. We are your hosts, Chris Moyers and Dan Stickney. We like to crack open a beer or two and share tales of the supernatural, paranormal, and just plain strange. So sit back, grab yourself a drink, and dive into the strange with us. Welcome back to Ales and Strange Tales, Season 4, Episode 7. Lucky number 7. Lucky number 7. How are you, Daniel? <laughs> I'm fantastic. You know, I just noticed, I don't see a beer, though, anywhere. Do I? That is correct. Again? Is this the second time? It is. That is correct. Wow. I got back late uh, from work. I barely got here in time for the podcast. Might as well just Strange Tales. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm fucking dropping the ball left and right. The fuck? And I am hungover, and I am very tired. So again, so that's going to be great, huh? Yeah, sometimes you just got to man up, bro. Well, I had to go to the sandwich fair yesterday, so obviously I drink myself to death almost because the place sucks. Yeah, you had boring. to go, huh? Yeah, I had to go every year. With who? I went with our friend Johnny. Oh, you went with Johnny, okay. Which was great, you know, but it's not a lot to do at sandwich fairs, so I tend to drink a whole lot, <laughs> yeah. cause some scenes, and then come home. Yeah, I'm not... Big on fairs either. Have you been to the sandwich fair before ever in your life? Yeah. Well, when I was like high school, probably the last. Oh, time. so you're saying childish and yeah. stupid to go? Is that what you're <laughs> it's just that all them people annoy me a lot of times. Yeah, I'll tell you what annoys me. You're walking and then a group just stops. Yeah. In the middle of the fucking walkway, like they own the whole fucking what the fuck walkway. You doing? <laughs> we should have a whole episode of everything that makes me want to kill people. There we go. Because that would be a three-parter, dude. <laughs> I'll start with that. People stopping in the middle of aisles or just trails or walking areas. Yeah. Grocery, and they're just looking up. Grocery stupid. store. What are you doing? Yeah. Just stopping. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to form a group right in front of you. Just stop all traffic and form a fucking group right here. Goddamn people. So that happens on a daily basis. That's a lot of fun. The only people we love are the listeners. Yeah. Right? All fucking eight of them. <laughs> and they better not be motherfuckers that stop in the middle of aisles yeah, and just yeah. look up like people do. <laughs> we won't say stop listening, but you're in big trouble. I want you guys to know that right, right now. Big trouble. Big fucking trouble. <laughs> well, what do you have to drink, Dan? But anyways, I don't think I've had... I'm pretty sure I've had this one. It is from Half Acre mm. out of Chicago. Mm. It's, I don't know, Tome? Looks like Tome to me. Tome? Yeah. Hazy Pale Ale. It's a tall boy. <laughs> um, That's a short-ass tall boy. Is that 24 ounces? What is that? 16 ounces, 16-er. Okay. Yeah, 16-er. Okay. You know, they fuck you with just four of these, and it's real expensive, you know? Well, everyone's fucking everyone these days. <laughs> I think it's six five. For some reason, I can't find it, but it's, <laughs> it's in the Sixers. It looked oh, there's a sunset. Almost like it looks like a cheeseburger. Or yeah, it does. <laughs> like a bun on top. Yeah, sunset. or some Hawaiian sunset picture, velvet yeah. painting picture thing. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know how else to describe that. It does look like a burger with a soggy bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's a burger with a soggy bottom. <laughs> Soggy Bottom's my clown name. <laughs> but anyways, um, I got our last story from good old Steve. Good old Steve, one more story. I'm nice. pretty sure I haven't read this one because, man, I've been doing like random 
not in order ones, and uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't read this yet. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners won't even know the difference. Yeah. Uh, it's another story. Fucking... If I did, email me and tell me. Yeah, send us a fucking Yell email. Did, we, did, did anyone ever review us or send us any fucking thing? One or ever? two reviews. <laughs> we get a well, Facebook messages. Oh, yeah, I guess A lot so. of those, but... You know, on uh, the subject of being pissed off at everything, I'll tell you another thing that pissed me off today. <laughs> I go for lunch, and I usually go to this place on Tuesday because it's Taco Tuesday and it's $1.50 tacos. I order three fucking tacos. Guess how much it cost me? I don't know. Like 12 bucks, <laughs> twelve seventy eight or something for three measly chicken. It wasn't even steak. It was chicken fucking tacos. <laughs> you know what I think did me in? The cheese. Ugh. They add, they, uh, they charge you like 50 cents a taco for cheese or more probably. Damn. For fucking cheese, it's supposed to be on a fucking taco anyway. <laughs> right. Even though it's not authentic, I think authentic tacos are just lettuce or not lettuce, uh, onion cilantro, and cilantro. Onion. Yeah. But who the fuck doesn't want cheese on it? <laughs> right. It makes it even better. Yeah. I'd get a burrito. It's a good burrito. Like I don't want a fucking bean burrito <laughs> thing on a fucking flour tortilla. I want a fucking taco with cheese on it. <laughs> All right, we better stop because yeah. they're not gonna want to hear me bitch. They probably turned shit. it off already. Probably. <laughs> but anyway, what? What did you bring for us today? I have nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did find a weird, a strange news, though, that I just lost. Son of a bitch. And we are, like, so professional, it's not even funny. Yeah, well, if we get a fucking following, then maybe I'll give a half a fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to cover Ritual Mass Murder Report in Chapel St. Leonard's was just a yoga class. It was just a yoga That's a strange news? Yep. All right. And I'm sure we'll have to find another one. We could cover uh, this New Jersey couple found 99 bottles of rum in their wall. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's wild. Huh. But I might, if we need to kill time, I did look up cryptids and... In my recent trip to Door County, Door Wisconsin. County, oh yeah, one's just there. I mean, there's all sorts of Wisconsin cryptids, but this is like a kind of a short tale fable of, I guess, a cryptid. I'm sure we're gonna need to do that. Well, if you got two things, I'd say hit Steve's story first, and I'll go. Well, shit, I don't want to do strange news in the middle of the episode. Do your two bullshit things, and then we'll all do right, strange news. We'll do that. <laughs> We're working on not smacking our lips like a couple of assholes. That's so <laughs> yeah, the best fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a tart beer or something? Yeah, maybe. You not just tart. Did it two more times. All right. See why we don't have a following. This. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hit it. This is the last one from our pal Steve. Big old Steve. 1993. I was in a trailer with my girlfriend. It was dark outside. (laughs) We lived in the country. When it got dark in the country, it was so dark you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. I thought, okay, someone is home. We, We were in my girlfriend's room. No one else was home. Window was open. We were talking. The dogs outside started going crazy all of a sudden. Sounded like they were being tortured. We had three Doberman Pinschers. You know, those big-ass crazy dogs. Oh, yeah. I got up. I was getting dressed to go out with the shotgun. 
Our bedroom door was closed. I looked down under the door at the bottom of the door. You know, under the door. Yes. <laughs> and saw a black shadow go by. I, I grabbed the gun and was loading it. I went back in the bedroom. The dogs were going crazy. I grabbed the flashlight, something making unearthly noises. No human makes the noise I heard. Heavy breathing, growls, and heavy footsteps. There was a big oak tree right outside the window. You could only see out the window to the left or to the right. Whatever it was, it was standing on the other side of the tree right next to our window. I shut the window. I went to the front door, opened it. My girlfriend's face went white with total fear. I said, stay here. <laughs> Whatever happens, stay inside. I went out <laughs> on the porch. I fired a shot into the air and yelled, Who's ever out here? I will shoot you. <laughs> Better get going. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I reloaded and shot up in the air again. I was on the porch, had the gun, porch light was on. I didn't see anything when I looked around. An unseen power grabbed my shotgun. What? I was playing tug-of-war with this thing. It hit me in the forehead backwards, hit me in the chest backwards, hit me in the legs, driving me backwards. This fucking thing's invisible, you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unseen Whoa. force. During the scuffle, I saw it for a brief second. It was bigger than me, covered in red hair, taller than me, had the head of a wolf. So it was visual. Yeah, apparently it did become. And at first, it was unseen. Then it came yeah. into sight. That's, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> then I didn't see it. It was very fast. I shot again. It left just as fast as it disappeared. Had left just as fast as it appeared. We were both speechless. Him and his girlfriend. We were confused. I went and checked on the dogs. They were okay. We shut all the windows. We sat waiting for my girlfriend's mom to get home from work. We were in shock, trying to find answers to what had taken place. My girlfriend's mom came in. We told her. She said she thought we were imagining things, you know. <laughs> she didn't believe us. Shapeshifter. It never came back. That's a wild one. Yeah, huh? sounds like a dog, man, or something. Yeah. I don't. He didn't say where he was, but that's a pretty wild one. <laughs> sounds like me in a fight. I'm so fast and agile, you don't even <laughs> fucking see me coming at you. Man, I didn't see that motherfucker. So it might have been me. I don't know. I don't want to fucking rat myself out or nothing. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, Steve. Thank you yeah, for that submission. Uh, that's the last one I got from him. Hopefully, he'll send more. We'll see about that. And what are you gonna do? The Cryptid from fucking Door County now? The cryptid. I guess you can call it a cryptid. Or, either way, it's fucking strange. Some strange shit in Door County. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Where? Well, you might have to find the spot. Leaving all this shit in just so people oh, know what we're doing here. Yeah, right. All right. Oh, shit. This is off of... Okay. 
Here we go. This is off of Q95 online. Q985 online.com. I don't know what that is. Maybe some Wisconsin thing. I don't is that know. Like a radio station? That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, it's Q98.5. Q98.5. <laughs> Wisconsin. Woo! <laughs> All right. You may have heard of some of the Wisconsin cryptids like. The Beast of Bray Road. Oh, yeah. Or the Hodag. Oh, shit. <laughs> but what about the man-faced pigs of Door County? <laughs> 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 when it comes to outlandish legends, this man-faced pig one might top the list. It is believed that the whole ordeal started due to the greed and anger of a local farmer who was mad at the realization that he had been removed from the will of a wealthy relative back in Belgium. This is Belgium, Wisconsin, by the way. Oh. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I never heard of it either, yeah. Feeling betrayed, the farmer cursed the clergyman who read to him the will of his relative, as well as all the other clergymen in Brussels, also in Wisconsin. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Unknown to the farmer at the time, though, the curse was not properly executed or strong enough, and instead of the clergyman, it was placed upon himself. The story goes that this curse gone wrong resulted in the farmer's pigs transforming into creatures with demonic human-like faces that followed him wherever he went until he nearly went mad. The farmer became so desperate to be rid of the man-faced pigs that he begged for God's forgiveness and built a small prayer house that can still be seen in Brussels today. That's it. Wow. (laughs) Well, I was like, that's kind of weird. That is weird. And when you first said man-faced pigs, I thought we'd be covering my dating history. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's me. It's a little joke there. Do but but boom. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, fella. Okay, well, you know what time it is. Strange news, strange news. Okay, where the fuck did it go? <laughs> So, like I said, the this is from BBC. The title is Ritual Ritual Mass Murder Report in Chapel St. Leonard's Was Yoga Class. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck does that even mean? Let's find out. A yoga class was mistaken for a ritual mass murder scene after members of the public saw several people lying on the floor and reported it to the police. What the hell? <laughs> That's a big ass yoga class. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Five police cars descended on the North Sea Observatory in Chapel St. Leonard's Lincolnshire on Wednesday night. Yoga teacher Millie Laws, whoa, said she thought reports of her being a mass murderer were a joke at first. Lincolnshire police confirmed everyone was safe and well, and the call was made with good intentions. The 22-year-old teacher said she was teaching seven students at the Seascape Cafe which is inside the building when she saw two dog walkers peering closely through the glass window during the 
Shavasana, Shavasana, or relaxation stage of the class. So two nosy assholes peeking yeah. through the lock of their stupid dogs, and they cause all this havoc. Karens. Yep. They are students laying down with blankets over them. Their eyes are closed. It's very dark in there. I just had candles and little tea lights lit in the whole room. And I was just walking around playing my drums. <laughs> she thought this bitch killed all of us. What the fuck? <laughs> and doing like a drum chant. Yeah. That's awesome. Some cult shit. <laughs> I had a nice floaty top on with large bell sleeves. What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. Is that like the Tropicana lady? Yeah, maybe. Or whatever the like fuck that, that lady's called. A couple with some dogs just came up to the window and were having a look in, but they walked off really quickly and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know until after we left that these people phoned in saying that there was a mass murderer. <laughs> they <laughs> they were wearing a robe and they were walking over all the people and it looked like some kind of ritual <laughs> and that the people on the floor were actually dead. <laughs> I guess from the outside view it could look like that because they're all very still and very nice and relaxed. I'm sure their imagination was running wild with what was going on, she says. Miss <laughs> Laws, who had only moved to the area three months ago, said officers swooping in on a small little village in the middle of Lincolnshire is crazy. It's a bit surreal and funny. I feel really bad for whoever the person was who phoned the police that would, of course, have been terrifying. So I do feel for them. But at the same time, you've got to see the lighter side of it. Uh, she just keeps going on and on about people the are looking shit. out for danger. You know, hey. Fuck those people. Anyway, that's interesting Man, though. I like that a, a lot. What a waste of police though. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, let's see if I can get another strange news coming out. If you don't, I might have one. Here we go. Oh, I got a good one. Oh, here we go. This is from As Central. What the fuck is that? Arizona. A Z. Yeah. AZCentral.com A human skull found in Goodwill donation box. Here's what police say. Uh -huh. Look at that. Whoa. That's cool. Goodyear Police Department said a human skull found in a Goodwill donation box was historic and not believed to be related to a crime. A picture provided by Goodyear Police shows the skull covered in dark black spots with the upper front teeth still attached and a false eye set in the left eye socket. <laughs> An unknown donor decided to clean out the skeletons, or at least a portion of a skeleton, from a closet. Wow, so witty. Prompting a police investigation in Goodyear. Goodwill staff, wow, there's a Goodwill staff followed company protocol by immediately reporting the donation to Goodyear Police and continued to cooperate with the police investigation. You said the guy knew it was in this shit? He just, I'll just give this away. No, they're making a fucking annoying joke. They oh, decided okay. to clean the skeletons out of his closet. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I saw red when I was reading. Like, this is really pissed me off. <laughs> um, cooperate with the police investigation, according to spokesman Goodwill Central. Police said officers responded Tuesday night to reports of the skull discovery in the donation box and took possession of what was believed to be an actual human skull. At the <laughs> Goodwill near the northwest corner of... Sar Survival Avenue and Yuma Road. The skull was transported to the Maricopa County Office of the Medical Examiner where it was found to be of historic origin. The skull has no forensic significance, meaning there appears to be no associated crime, said Lisa Berry, a spokesperson for the Goodyear Police Department. 
And there's more worthless information than that <laughs> So that's that is, cool. That is a good one. It'd be cool though if they actually found like a serial killer. When I first saw it, I was hoping for that, yeah. but then it turned out to be a bunch of bullshit. All my <laughs> you got one or should I do one? Yeah, I'll do it. Do it. Alright, this is off of LoloHomeCats.com. Daily Pet News. It's 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 a strange story, but it's a good one. It's a it's happy a good, wholesome story, that's good. Yeah. When I oh well, is there a title? Baby cow escapes slaughterhouse and is raised by deer family in snowy forest. Ooh. <laughs> when a baby cow known as Bonnie was just four months old, hardly ever leaving her mother's side, her life totally changed. Bonnie the cow has since been rescued from the forest and moved to a farm sanctuary after eight months in the woods. So she escaped being eaten by all of us, which is cool. I don't know how that's a good thing. Our dinner <laughs> escaped. <laughs> Are we out of the woods yet? If you're Bonnie the cow, then yes. <laughs> this adorable brown and white cow now lives at a farm sanctuary in Watkins Glen, New York. But it was a long, scary, and sometimes magical road to get there. Wow. At four months old, the calf fled from her home in Holland, New York, which was a farm that raised cattle for slaughter. Reports <laughs> from Reports Farm Sanctuary. What made Bonnie run was the desperate cries of her bovine family, who were being rounded up to uh, be slaughtered. <laughs> with her owners busy loading a trailer with confused cows, Bonnie seized the moment and galloped off into the nearby forest. Word of Bonnie's escape quickly spread through the neighborhood, and though those wandering through the woods would catch glimpses of the cow, none were able to capture her. Imagine going walking through the woods like I do all the time and seeing a fucking cow. A fucking cow escaping. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck escaping is this? Escaping its death, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Weeks passed and Bonnie remained at large. Many marveled at how the cow was able to survive on her own in the woods during the winter. They soon found the farm animal wasn't alone. Camera set up in the forest by hunters started picking up footage of Bonnie surrounded by a herd of deer. Based on what the cameras were capturing, it appeared that Bonnie had found solace, solace, <laughs> with the herd, <laughs> with the herd, and that the herd in turn had accepted her. The cow traveled, ate, and rested with the forest creatures. This herd animal though a different species, was accepted into a new group after losing her original family. Isn't that cool? That is sweet. <laughs> While Bonnie appeared to be surviving in the woods, animal lover Becky Bartels knew this <laughs> would not always be the case. Bonnie was a domesticated animal facing a cruel northeastern winter. After spotting Bonnie on the camera, she had set up Bartels, who owns the land that Bonnie was frolicking it on her on with her dear friends started approaching the cow throughout the winter every day Bartels would trek through the snow pulling a sled carrying food and bedding for Bonnie eventually the cow who was terrified of humans after her last encounter 
warmed up to Bartels and began approaching her for pats and snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a fairy tale, but Bartels knew it couldn't last, especially with neighbors who threatened to kill the cow if she wandered, wandered onto their property. <laughs> really? Why you gotta kill her? Like, <laughs> they better eat her ass too if they're gonna kill her. Well, you know they will, but what the hell, man? <laughs> So Bartels reached out to Farm Sanctuary for help. Farm Sanctuary is a non-profit dedicated to rescuing, rescuing and caring for abused, neglected, and abandoned farm animals, providing them with a loving lifetime home where they can relax and not worry about being seen as food. Like I've been thinking about the whole time. Okay. So that's it, basically. They captured her and... She is free. Well, that's nice. That offsets all my bitching and screaming earlier in the episode, so it equals out. So that's nice good. soft ending there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so is she eventually going to get eaten at some no, point? No, Bonnie will never be wow. at the sanctuary. All right. I suppose it's nice. <laughs> now, I'm guessing that cows don't eat the same food as deer, so it wasn't getting malnourished because it wasn't eating. Uh, maybe. Foods. I would think that maybe. Grains? I, mean, I think they berries, eat berries. I don't berries. Know. I'm sure. Is that all they eat? I don't, and leaf. I think they eat leaves. Yeah, I haven't seen Bambi in like 40 years. I got so deers I like I see every day. I, my dad's got apple trees, but there's no apples on them. But I think they eat leaves off of them. Shit like that. You know? hmm. It's not just berries. Well, I'm going to do a hard dive into what deers eat when we get to the bar today. So yeah. I got my whole Here we go, summer. yeah. That'll impress the latest. Yeah, they, I'll just say, I'll quiz them. Do you know what they fucking eat or what? <laughs> I just researched it. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, I might be in big trouble when I go to the bar tonight because I was there last night. So <laughs> if I get arrested or kicked out, we'll let you guys know next week. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Our email is alesandstrangetales at gmail.com. Please send us some shit. Yeah. We have nothing book. to read anymore. We're almost... Pretty much out. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I guess this is the last episode, That's guys. It. Appreciate it. See ya. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. This is Chris Moyers. And Stickney. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.